Today we're going to talk about a tragedy that happened in Hartford, Connecticut with a child dying of a fentanyl overdose, which is just an avoidable tragedy. And we're going to talk about the stupidity coming out of Maxine Waters and others' mouths when it comes to the filibuster and voting rights and all of that. So there's a bunch of good stuff to get into, and we will get to all of it after a quick word for our friends at Anchor. Welcome, welcome one and all to the Jesse Rosinski Show. Happy Tuesday. If I seem a little off in my defense, she got COVID from a coworker. She tested positive. I tested negative, and now a few days have passed, and well, I'm starting to feel slightly garbage. That doesn't mean we can't do this. I can't be here for my people. It's kind of amazing though when you think about it. She gets it from a coworker at work when they're all doing everything right. 2020 like i was at bars and in restaurants and hell even this year i mean i've been to concerts and tiny tiny buildings like the limelight here in jacksonville see breaking ben that place is crammed pretty much no one wearing masks all that and i don't get it but she gets from someone at work while they're doing everything right at work it's amazing how that worked out is what it is life moves on i'm just bummed that you can't see the word you can barely see corn written in this in the blood because this thing's so old but to get on with it i'm sure some of you saw it when i shared it on the page and if you didn't because you're not on the pages there's a story uh of hartford connecticut where a 13 year old died from a fentanyl overdose which is just obnoxious when you think about it, just tragic that it could be brought into elementary schools or anything with people and children that young. So hopefully they figured out, but two others were exposed and since released from the hospital and police investigators from the DEA state and local officials searched the school and found 40 bags of fentanyl between two classrooms in the gymnasium and they also, during that, they had the school locked down, obviously, to search everything. And before releasing the rest of the students after they decontaminated all their shoes, just in case there was any carryover because of how little of a dosage it takes to be lethal, especially to small children, which is just, again, 13-year-olds. Uh, it's terrifying. But Hartford Mayor Luke Bronin, Bronin, apologize. Everyone says my last name wrong too, but statement, our city grieves for this lost child, for his loved ones, his friends, his teachers, and the entire SMSA family, which is the Sports and Medical Sciences Academy. We still have much to learn about the circumstances of this tragedy and about how a child had access to such a shocking quantity of such deadly drugs, and our police department will continue their investigation and seek to hold accountable the adults who ultimately are responsible for this child's death. Also adding... I make an ask of every parent to talk with your kids and make sure they know how serious and dangerous any unknown substance can be and any drug can be. 
as I'm saying, please have that conversation. That we're talking about seventh graders. It's never too early to have that conversation. And I'll agree with all of that. It's all very true. Uh, very, very true. And they're having talks about all kinds of, you know, other things that we're seeing in schools and stuff popping up. Like this is a conversation that really does need to happen. Because, I mean, we're losing so many people, like the worst year ever for opioid overdose deaths and fentanyl, as we went over before, was a large proportion of that because of how lethal it is in such small quantities. And I still can't believe it got into an elementary school or anywhere where kids are like in that quantity. Like the real question is how the hell did it get there? Who put it there? And I hope they find whoever it was and hold them accountable to the fullest extent of the law, because that's the only way we're going to stop this from continuing to happen. And and that heart goes out to the family. Uh, I hate to say, like, at least it was, thank God it was only one, because, I mean, that many bags, that could have been catastrophic, cataclysmic. I don't know. That could have been just terrible. And the kid had his whole life from him. He was 13. You know, I just can't believe that it was there. Um, and I've gone over also before the amount of fentanyl seized at the southern border just last year was up 134%. In fiscal year 2021, went from 5,400 pounds to 11,201 pounds from fiscal year 2020 to 21. And as of January 2nd, Customs Border Patrol has seized 2,158 pounds at the southern border, which is almost 10 times the amount of heroin, which is only at 277 pounds at that point. I think we're at 11,201. They already seized over 2,100 pounds in what? month or so like that should just terrify the hell out of everybody um 97 of that was seized in just two inspections on december 10th and december 11th people trying to come across the border like it is pouring in over there and think if they're seizing that much how much do you think is actually getting over and across and into the country make things like this tragedy happen more and over and over again to keep fentanyl just ravaging through, you know, cities, states, neighborhoods, families. Maybe all know the Cape Cod, how they were with heroin and all that. Now, well, that's getting replaced by fentanyl. And we've gone over the numbers. Like, there's a lot of it coming from there. And these, like, these tragedies don't need to happen. And they can be stopped. We just need to have, you know borders like that's really what it comes down to because most of the stuff is coming in from the southern border so you know we need to make sure that we actually have border security because otherwise i mean this stuff's just going to keep pouring in like this and there's experts that say one kilogram which is just over two pounds can kill 500 people you know so the 105 pounds seized in the first two weeks of December is enough to kill 23 and a half million people. Like we're around 330 million. So that's not a 10th, but pretty, pretty close to a 10th of the population could be taken out just by what they seized in the first two weeks of December, which again should be 
extremely terrifying and eye-opening and all that to everybody because all the things that they say about like that's a big thing with the border for me who knows what's coming in who knows who's coming in like it's not being racist believe it or not to know that all these problems are happening and that this is where large portions of all this stuff is coming in and i just don't get how people like just go and make stupid out of it and just make all those excuses and say the world is racist, bad people. Like, no, we are actually a very welcoming country, I'd say, to all kinds of people. And, you know, do it right. Do it properly. And come on in. And well, sorry, we should have a strong, strict border because of that we should have a strict policy on who comes in like we have like always had. And I just, I can't believe that now here I am talking about a 13-year-old that died from a fentanyl overdose and they found 40 more bags in the place that like in the school they were at. Like, how is that even possible unless there's a catastrophic problem? Like it needs to be taken care of. I don't care what side you're on, who you are. Like if you can't see that this is the real reason behind it, like take off your blinders, do what Cowboys fans need to do. Take off the blinders. Cause you could beat a bunch of nobodies. And then the second you get to the playoffs, it's all over. Like, open up your eyes to reality. Like, this is a real problem. And they're going to keep happening. Like, it's going to keep happening. You know? The numbers this year coming up, I have a feeling are going to be, like, explosive when it comes to seizures of drugs, not people seizing or animals. You know, drug seizures are going to be up. The amount of illegals encounters is going to be way up. Like, that means the amount of getaways are up. Like, there's all kinds of bad stuff happening down there. People just keep listening to idiots making, like, Garbage excuses for it instead of actually using their brain and critically thinking just a little bit. That's all it takes to figure any of this out is just a little bit of critical thinking. To see past all the BS and all the, everything, all the agendas, all the everything, just to see that like this is a bad thing. And hopefully one day people will wake up and actually understand that it's not about racism or anything. It's actually about security. And then maybe this number will start going down, but if we're already up over 2000 pounds, just, you know, as of January 2nd, which is barely like, that's, we're barely into the fiscal year and we already got, you know, a fifth, just under a fifth of what we got last year and that amount of time, like it's going to keep getting worse. And I just, again, want everyone to wake up to that. And then after that tragedy, we'll get to the stupidity that I talked about in the title of this, which miraculously didn't see it coming, comes from the mouth of Maxine Waters. And there's a lot of other people involved in it, but she was out this weekend making more of her very, you know, Maxine Waters statements that she's known for making that she gets away with all the time, telling people, you know, get up in Trump supporters' faces and push back and tell them they're not welcome here, like all that other stuff she said, and to stay in the streets and like everything else. But Maxine Waters' statements about Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia and Senator Kristen Sinema of Arizona, who opposed destroying the filibuster, which is what you know, the party wants to do so they can push through their agenda with no resistance because then they just need a simple majority like they passed a lot of things by using Kamala as the tiebreaker as the vice president because she gets to be the tiebreaker. And the filibuster, you know, anyone that doesn't know, I'm sure most of you do know, is a Senate rule that requires 60 votes to pass most legislation instead of just that simple majority, like I mentioned. 
And then there's names like Amy Klobuchar, Minnesota. We all know her name. Cory Booker, New Jersey. We all know his name. Diane Feinstein, California. We all know her name. Tammy Duckworth of Illinois. Maisie Hirono of Hawaii. We definitely know her name. And Dick Durbin of Illinois all made remarks and statements about how it's important to give the minority a voice in our government repeatedly during the Trump administration, but are now all for changing the filibuster or completely getting rid of it so they could just push through whatever they want. And there's a reason that they have that in the Constitution and all that is so that it's not just one party rule and they can't just run through whatever the hell they want to do and change whatever the hell they want to. Because we're not supposed to be a one-party rule, like in case anyone doesn't understand that. And I know. You're in Trump thing. There was enough problems said about that. But now they're immediately changing hands. Some of these people were talking about this stuff in 2019, even 2020, saying it needed to stick around. And the second they got power there, they were going on about it, especially after they ran. And he said he had no intention of getting rid of the filibuster I'll let you know if I win. Like that stuff is just not good. And uh, Maxine Waters, though, said they have sent the signal. They have been clear about it. They don't care about minorities. They don't care about blacks. They don't care about people in their own districts who they're going to deny their voting rights and undermine their voting rights. I must always be optimistic that this is a very difficult time for Democrats. And she continued to say, we have two Democrats, Manchin and Cinema, and they are holding up the Democratic agenda. They have decided that they are going to stick with support of the filibuster, and they don't care whether or not they undermine the rights of minorities and blacks in this country. Also claimed, it's not what Democrats need to do. We're doing everything that can be done. It's what Republicans need to do. Why is it we don't have one Republican, not one that will stand up for the voting rights for people in this country? And so I hear a lot of talk about our president. He's fighting as hard as he can. I don't know why people think that he can make mansion and make cinema do what is right. Okay, and I don't know if anyone actually read any of this stuff. I'm going to get into it, but how does them not wanting to federalize you know, elections, which the states have the power to run their own elections constitutionally? Like, another, why, why is it like they're not looking out for people minorities, blacks, everyone else that she mentioned in there. Why are, why are they not looking out for them? Because they're trying to hold up what the Constitution said, which is what they all took an oath to do. Like, I think they forget all that. They forget, you know, they're supposed to be there for their constituents and to uphold. You know, but pretty sure they put their hand on a Bible and swear, like, you know, like raise your right hand type thing to uphold the Constitution, um, which is just mind-altering that like anyone could even say it, and that people believe it like that's the part that really blows my mind it's like i can't actually fathom how people could be that dumb it just takes a little bit of reading and uh democrat representative adriano espilat butchered that one too i'm sure of new york said that there must be consequences for them not falling in line with the party and the president's agenda on a far left radio talk show stated, it's as simple as that. The president calls you and you're going to derail one of his top initiatives, our vision. There's got to be consequences for this. And they're very precise. They fit each state and each leader in very precise ways. And so I'm sure once the consequences are laid out for them, there may be an opportunity for a meeting of minds. So, I mean, really, that's like blackmail-y extorty type stuff right there for them to step all over the Constitution, just crush it like you're going to threaten them into submission. 
like all that's going to do is piss off everyone really and i don't get it um but Kristen Cinema has stated there's no need for me to restate my longstanding support for the 60 vote threshold to pass legislations. There's no need for me to restate its role in protecting our country from wild reversals in federal policy. It's kind of why it's all there, but you know, who am I? And Manchin stated, we need some good rules changes to make the place work better. But getting rid of the filibuster doesn't make it work better, which I fully agree with. Like everyone seems to have problems with it, but you know. Like in Trump's last year, I'm pretty sure Democrats used the filibuster like 3,000 times or something against stuff the Republicans are trying to go through. It's amazing how they take advantage of it and use it as much as humanly possible until they're in power, then suddenly it's the worst thing ever, and they need to get rid of it. And it's stopping all this stuff, yes, because there's a constitution, these major things have that 60 vote threshold for a reason and why say that no one wants like no one on the right wants to stand up for voting rights that's because what's actually in it and getting rid like has nothing to do with voting rights actually they're upholding the constitution and the states having the right to run that stuff and they did and every time like you hear them all it's like joe president joe biden at you know in atlanta in georgia making that speech and all the other people they keep talking about the need to change all the rules because they're working against the American people. They're working against minorities. They're working against blacks, Hispanics, like all of these people. And again, all they're doing is like they're trying to federalize elections. There's a reason there's all the separation of powers and all this stuff put out. So, you know, the government can't just run through everything and then have one party ruling everything. And then they get to make all the rules for this. You know, there's a reason that it's in there. And I said this during the election cycle. I you know, didn't do the show then, but like they're going to try to get rid of the filibuster. We all knew it. And I'm going after you know, changing all the stuff in federal. Like we said, they were going to do all this stuff. And we were all told we were crazy. And really like this voter thing, like I don't see what's wrong with like the Republicans and like in Georgia, like their legislation. I don't get it. Like, People on the right, that I don't, and I agree with them. I don't see what's wrong with signature verification, voter ID. You need an ID to buy a gun, drink a beer, see certain movies, travel. I mean, you need an ID to pretty like get into schools, get on college campuses. Like you need an ID to do just about like everything. A lot of jobs you need an ID to badge just to beep into the building. But somehow those things aren't racist. It's amazing, right? Like when you need it. Um, they want to have eyes in the counting facilities to make sure there's no sketchy business, which I mean, whether it's sketchy, there's stuff that people just make human error and they lose, like there's stuff like that, that happens all the time. So what's wrong with having people there verifying everything? I see nothing wrong with that. No mass mandatory, you know, mail-in voting. I see nothing wrong with clearing voting rolls for deaths, et cetera, et cetera. And when they went after the MLB All-Star game, which good on the Braves for winning a World Series after that and the Bulldogs for beaten up on Alabama in the national championship, good for the state. But if they all say it was all, you know, bad and racist when really it just requires voter ID, which again, you need to do anything. Really need an ID for everything, pretty much. You know, so on a signature verification, what's wrong with actually verifying that this actual person signed it? It's not just some random thing. What's, you know, it added more early voting days. 
which again, you know, early in person, I did it for the last election. I don't see what's wrong with that. Getting it in there and having it like it makes the lines lesser on voting day, election day. If you actually have everyone getting in there and doing it earlier, so it gives more people opportunity to do it for weeks, which I don't understand. And more drop boxes for ballots, but only outside of county voting offices, which those laws that they put there are better than Colorado, where they move the all-star game to and are way better than Joe Biden's state of Delaware, which he was the representative of forever, doesn't have any early in-person voting day. So I really don't understand how he's going after all this saying it's all racist when these are better and have more opportunities for people to vote than his own home state that he was represented for, for like 5 million years. Yeah. Like it just basically comes down to that. If you actually read them all, but no one ever mentions that they just spew the propaganda and run their suck holes. And it gets us where we are right now, you know, and it's really sad, but like the biggest, like what, like drop boxes outside of, you know, only outside of county voting places. What's wrong with that? Signature verification. So you can confirm it. ID verification. Voter ID to do it in person. Like you need an ID to do everything else. What is wrong with like, how is it racist to have an ID? They still need an ID to do everything else. Again, alcohol, certain movies to drive, to rent a car, airplane, food stamps, welfare to get into the VA. You go to a hospital or a doctor, anything. You need an ID. So I don't understand how people fall in line and agree with it when they say that it's racist. Like you actually have to be thick to fall into line for any of it being racist. You know, like how I was needing an ID to vote, like there's to do anything else. Like, how is that so bad? And how do people fall in line? And what is wrong with adding more? Or like, what is wrong with verifying that everyone? there is who they said they are and there's their ballot not just sending out mass to every you know household so i know people that got like five six seven ballots not more last time i know people in states that did it that like don't even live in that state but they got a letter from the state thanking them for their vote even though they didn't vote and they sent them out everywhere like i see and again it's isolated stuff but there's nothing racist about it, federalizing it and making seekers mass mail-in, no signature verification, no voter ID, no one keeping an eye on anything, you know, eyes on anything to make sure not like none of that, like that just actually makes it so people's votes don't count as so people feel their vote counts less because you can't even verify it's the actual person. Like I, I'll never physically understand that. And I can't believe that people are now making threats towards those two and calling the whole GOP and those two racist because they don't care because they've actually read the bill and they think that voter ID and all this stuff is good because you have an idea for everything else. Like it's really stupid. It's really dumb. I don't like it one bit. Like I just, I can't fathom it. And sadly that water is doing nothing to help my voice actually want to work today. But you know, it's just some crazy stuff. You know, 13 year olds overdosing on fentanyl and all that being found. We all know where it's coming from, the voter stuff. Like, there's just a lot of dumb, you know, happening. And really, all of it's a tragedy. But the first one in, you know, Hartford, that's a real tragedy. The rest of it's just, I mean, it's tragic that everyone's so stupid. But that's all it 
actually is. It's just stupid. So again, education is going to be a good thing. You just got to educate yourself and use your brain. It's not that hard. You know, if I could still use mine after all the concussions and traumatic brain injuries and everything else, then, you know, it's not that hard. Just pick something up and actually read it. Like read it, read it. Don't read it from some news source. You know, read the actual bills and everything. Like they're readily available. You can look them up. You can actually see what's in it. Not just the bits and pieces that certain people give you. It's not that hard, but yeah, constitutionally, like the states have the power. So them trying to get rid of that and try to get rid of the filibuster, which has been there for forever to do that is just ridiculous. So we'll see where it goes. I think we're still in good shape when it comes to the filibuster and all that, but yeah, I don't think threats are the way to go. That really is all they have those idle threats. So we'll see where it goes. But with that, I'm going to jump off of here. Gonna go rest up, rest my voice. I know I sound terrible today. Again, I'm trying. I was good for a couple of days while she was positive. Well, now I think it's finally hitting me, but still got a workout and still did this. So I can't complain. Complain about the printer taking three years to actually turn on and work for me and get online, but yeah, nothing else. So I'm going to go again. Don't forget, follow along on all the platforms. I mean, it just takes a second to go on there and find it. And it helps me out. You know, Facebook, YouTube, Rumble, Ride Only, Cloud Hub. Post them together every once in a while. Like they're all there. Uh, then I got Anchor Breaker, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Overcast. Apple and Google podcasts. I see people listening on Amazon Alexis too, whatever that's on. I don't have one, but again, follow along, share it out, please. Like share out the audio onto your socials. I know you people have them. Um, and when you see the links on social media, you know, if you see a share it, you know, just get more people to share, tell your friends, get it growing. Um, I think that's a good thing to get all this information out there to people. Because what's it going to do? It's not going to hurt anything to educate people. But uh, yeah, share it out. Follow along on the things. Let me know what you think. I appreciate all of you. And uh, regardless how I feel, I'll be back on Friday to talk about something. Might have some big news personally coming up. So there could be some good news there. But I'll be back on Friday. So enjoy the rest of your day. Be good to each other. If you're sick, feel better. Do everything you can to stay healthy. Because this sucks. Really just my voice. But yeah. It is what it is. And I'll be back on Friday. So enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks for watching and peace.